0: Welcome back to the Getting Grit Podcast. I am Brad Pohl, your host, and this is where we tell the stories of sinners and saints. Common belief among people today is that we live in the most enlightened time, and therefore we are more privileged to the truth than any other era before us. This progressive truth, they say, the one that we forge with our intelligences, it's the true creator of reality. Yet, we have eyewitness accounts of men and women who walked and talked with Jesus facts corroborated by others who lived within a lifetime of Jesus, giving us more factual and compelling documents of truth about Jesus Christ than that of Julius Caesar. Yet the progressives say, Jesus Christ is a myth. When the priests who carried the ark dipped their feet into the river Jordan, the waters of the Jordan miraculously parted, and the Israelites passed through the riverbed on dry ground, no less. A man comes to the crossroads, and he must choose a path either by going to the right or to the left, staying on track or turning back. The choice he makes is about which path he thinks God is on. It is a choice to pursue him or to run away. On April 6, 1967, 20-year-old Doug Hagdahl from Clark, South Dakota, was knocked overboard by the blast from a five-inch glen on the USS Canberra in the Gulf of Tonkin, three miles off the coast of North Vietnam. He swam until he was picked up several hours later by Cambodian fishermen, and then Hegdall was handed over to the Vietnamese who beat him repeatedly before moving him to the infamous Hanoi Hilton. Hegdall had come to a crossroad, so he made a choice that he would be much better off if he pretended to be of low intelligence. Hegdall was physically maltreated for only a few days before he was able to convince his captors that he was of little value for their propaganda campaign. His demeanor and youthful appearance aided in his ability to convince them that he was really no threat to them. When asked to write statements against the United States, he agreed, but pretended to be unable to read or write, which, given his ruse, was believable to his captors. Later, he came to be known to the Vietnamese as the incredibly stupid one, and he was given nearly free reign of the camp, and during his prison stay, Hagdahl disabled five trucks by putting dirt in their fuel tanks. With the help of a fellow prisoner, Hagdall memorized names, capture dates, methods of capture, personal information of 256 other prisoners. To the tune of the nursery rhyme, Old MacDonald Had a Farm, E-I-E-I-O. Well, Hegdall convinced his captors that he needed new glasses. And then he memorized the route from the prison to the city of Hanoi, where he was taken to be fitted. And thinking of Hagdall as the incredibly stupid one and of no threat, he was released on August 5th of 69 as a propaganda move by the North Vietnamese. One year later, Hagdahl was sent to the Paris Peace Talks in 1970, where he personally was able to confront the North Vietnamese there with his firsthand information about the precise location, specific individuals, and the mistreatment methods of the prisoners. St. John the Cross expresses this truth. All things were given to me from the moment when I no longer sought them. But our desires, our security, and our attentives are so strongly related. We forget the ancients like Isaiah, who reminded us that God will never forget us, and Elijah, who lets us know that God comes to speak to us gently and not brashly. When Paul said we need to work out our salvation with fear and trembling, he was forewarning us that the Suffering through trials lay ahead when we choose the path to pursue God. The crossroads in this life where a man is given the opportunity to believe in God or to believe in things simply as they appear to be, well, we can rely on the surpassing hope described in Romans. Even when God's plan can no longer be tracked, the, the clues have ended, the, the capacity to understand it all is beyond us. Do I keep going? Do I turn to my right, turn to my left? Or do I turn back? It is life-changing to accept the fact that some mystical, incomprehensible, and seemingly baffling outcome will be grasped by us better, as it were, after the fact, and trust that God will never give up on us. Remember, in every child that is born, there comes a disclaimer that God is not yet discouraged with mankind. We hear it in their coup. We see it in their eyes. Father Jacques Philippe writes, As long as a person who must jump with a parachute does not jump out into the void, he cannot feel that the cords of the parachute will support him, because the parachute has not yet had a chance to open. We must leave God with a necessary space to express himself. The audacity of this spirit of faith means a man must be willing to jump headlong into the void. Can we freely abandon ourselves in the confidence of God to provide? when what God demands of us seems to go beyond our natural human possibilities? Paul writes, If there is any encouragement in Christ, any solace in love, any participation in the Spirit, any compassion and mercy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, with the same love, united in heart, thinking one thing. So, when I reach that crossroads, and I must choose a path— And the path is asking me to leap headlong into what is seemingly beyond things humanly possible. Remember, the incredibly stupid one saved 256 men using a nursery rhyme. When I come to the crossroads, I need simple and clear. I want to act, not debate, be in pursuit of one thing. I am taking the path to pursue Jesus with reckless abandon, E-I-E-I-O. A man could do well to identify his peace of mind with words like, the Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I lack. He restores my soul, he guides me along right paths, I will fear no evil. These words of David's 23rd Psalm are indispensable to the soul and life support to the heart. So if I'm going to face these things that are mystical, incomprehensible, and baffling, I need a full heart and clear eyes on Christ alone. No guilt in life, no fear in death. This is the power of Christ in me. From life's first cry to final breath, Jesus commands my destiny. No power of hell, no scheme of man, can ever pluck me from his hand till he returns or calls me home here in the power of christ i'll stand ain't it so this is getting grit signing off blessings to you all dominus vobiscum.